0: Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank the people that have written in to say nice things. I want to thank the people who have not written in uh, to say horrible things. Hey, thanks for keeping that to yourself. (laughs) Um, If you want to write me... Uh, Speaking of writing, you can write me at Mike at Podcast.com. Our website is, of course, TravelTalesPodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And hey, while you're on iTunes, why not give us a nice rating? It helps us, helps people find the show, boosts our presence, and uh, builds audience. That's always a good thing. And it's free. Even better thing. Um, My guest this week is Iris Braden a very funny actress who I had the pleasure of meeting or re-meeting recently, and she was nice enough to come in and do the show. Uh, I know this is last minute, but if you are hearing this on the day it's released, I will be in Nashville this weekend, kind of a last-minute gig. I am talking uh, this weekend, which would be June 6th or 7th and 8th. I will be there Saturday or Friday and Saturday, the 7th and 8th. I will be at the Giant Fan Festival downtown uh, at the ABC Tent. ABC Network is going to have a, a promotional tent there, and uh, I will be uh, emceeing that tent on stage live for about six hours a day, playing games, doing question and answers with some of the network stars, um, all sorts of stuff, giving away a lot of free stuff. So if you are in Nashville June 7th and 8th. I know it's last minute, but if you're around in the neighborhood, stop on by and say hi. All right. No time to waste. I have some packing to do. So uh, why don't we sit back and enjoy the lovely and talented Iris Brayden. We're speaking with Iris Brayden, casting with can I say you're still in casting? No, because
1: I did it once last year, and I'm an actor.
0: You're yeah. an actor. Can you say actress anymore? Is that an insult, or is that <laughs> a dated reference? Actor um, is just like kind of the
1: I uh, always unisex said actor, and I'll thing? tell you why. Okay, I am never offended if someone calls me an actress, but I, I when they question why I call myself an actor, sometimes out of town, I'm like, oh, okay, of course you're aware of it, and you're just asking the distinction. So yes. for me. I actually knew uh, a girl from college who called herself an actress. And um, and you hated the way, her? The way with which she said it was made me want to hit her a lot. Um, Did she say it with it dramatic flair, kind of like,
0: I'm an actress?
1: No, That kind of thing? Uh, slightly. Yeah. Mixed with... Um, she actually, like I, I think, had a one-liner on a soap. But... Um, was very entitled like never worked Mm. a day in her life but would take the tip off that we left for the waitress when her friends weren't looking like and just had money handed to her and and just um didn't understand the value of all the good things in life so So you hated her enough that
0: you you took the turn and you were like
1: (laughs) but yeah there's something about the way she said it that when it hit me like because i wanted to be an actor since i was a kid and um i didn't really own that until after after for grad school i was like that's it wait um parents aren't paying anything anymore. Oh, I could go do what I want. But I, I knew. So I give her credit. She inspired me to just oh, move to New York and um but then I it just always felt weird to say I was an actress cuz I had her head, her uh, her inflection in the back of my head. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Philly and Philly. New York.
0: So you just went up 2 hours up the road and made the big move.
1: I, you know, I walked. I wore good sneakers and I thought it was a little closer, but um you know, New York always felt like my city more than philly now, you, you hear me say words like like and then you <laughs> yeah. hear the accent and it's like
0: Were you on the uh like the jersey side of philly i mean no
1: right i was the, actually from pennsylvania you were right in, okay. and okay. philly in philly i
0: know a lot of people from like cherry hill but yeah and, they lie and they're like oh yeah we're from philly yeah the girl
1: from- was from cherry hill yeah 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 <laughs> but right, right. <laughs> but they say they're from philly and it's so silly to me i didn't get it for so long but I mean, if anything, and you're going to lie about a bordering state, pick the cooler city, like <laughs> the city. But I don't know. I don't get it. They're from Jersey, and they clearly <laughs> lie and say Philly.
0: So growing up there, did um, what was the image that New York had to like Philly folks growing up? Was it a rivalry or do you... Oh, not at all. It
1: wasn't really a comparison. Philly became really cooler in the last 10, 15 years because they fixed up so many pockets. It's a very spread out city. It's completely different. And it's, I mean, it's nothing like New York. Yeah. So for me, I had such a connection to New York because my parents took me to Broadway shows all the time. And I just, so we went there a lot. And I knew, I just felt at home more. Whereas my friends will tell you that, well, you know, I, I was the worst uh, Co pilot driving and high- because I got lost everywhere. They're like, You're from here. I'm like, <laughs> My mind is elsewhere. I, New York was always my city, and I still have a place there. Um, actually, in yoga today, I was so LA because I was checking my phone every two seconds. My subletter in my apartment got locked in. The apartment. Like, she couldn't get Uh, out. Yeah, the old doors, like, they never replace the doors, and the wood swells in the summer. And this has never happened before, ever, in all these years. And I've been here, I've been in L.A. a little over a decade. Do you
0: own this place, or are you, like, an illegal renter?
1: Oh, does it matter? An
0: An illegal rent-controlled sublet. It's actually not
1: illegal. The owners love, well, I should say, the management company loves me. They're super Jews, and they found out I was... It's kind of almost one of them, but not. almost. Well, I'm not a super Jew. Okay, right. But they, <laughs> I was going to say, they kind of dissect your last name and figure stuff out. And, mm-hmm. But no, it's a, it's what a great setup. What kind of a name
0: is Braden?
1: It's, it's not a real one.
0: Aha! See, there you go.
1: <laughs> Where New York is the place. A Midtown Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I loved saying that for years because it would freak my mom out. Because um, there's so many different connotations to Hell's Kitchen. There's but a new name for it now. They don't Clinton. Clinton. But that's nobody actually nobody calls it Clinton. Well, I'll tell you, all the old ladies it in it. my building would call it Clinton because it's oh, really? an old name that got new again. Kind of like Iris um, <laughs> or Ida. Uh, yeah. So it is. Uh, it's either. But then there was a TV. There's a couple TV shows. There was a movie made called Hell's Kitchen. So the name right. kind of came back again. But it's technically Midtown West. Do you know New York?
0: Yeah, I lived there. I used oh. to, I lived there for about a year and a half. I lived in uh, Park Slope in Brooklyn.
1: Oh, yeah. you're trendy. Yeah,
0: well, it wasn't when I was
1: there. No, it was.
0: It was Scary. starting, to, this was like 96, 97. So when I was there, I was on the border of it, you know, uh-huh. so it was like across the street from us. Okay. It's kind of dicey. I was like Fifth Avenue. 96. It goes from like Fifth to like Ninth Street, and Seventh is the... Uh, Or 5th and 9th Avenue, and 7th is the main drag of it. So we were 5th, and like toward 4th by us was a little dicey now. And then I went back a couple years ago. It's completely, completely different. It's all like bars and restaurants and high-end, a lot of baby strollers.
1: It's crazy. It's so trendy. And I'm just, it all comes down to, come on, Manhattan's the borough. I mean, people, I had this discussion with somebody last week, and I was in Williamsburg for a minute. Do you want my things on? No. What? Okay. What? Oh, um... You all right? Yeah. You freaked out there. What no, happened? No, I didn't. You did you stroke? want my... <laughs> no, you were just showing me. Your earrings? Me. No, my... I thought the headphones were for me too, and I realized I never put them on. No, no.
0: are the only ones I have.
1: Oh, okay. Perfect. I but, only put
0: them on you earlier so you could hear yourself. You wanted to know. see if
1: I look cute with headphones on. I did. I did. I wanted right, you to take probably. your
0: earrings off. This is a slow process. Yeah. It starts with the earrings, Oh, see that's then what the what giant <laughs> ring, and then it just moves on. Ooh. People can't <laughs> see this right now, but she has the uh, ring the size of... Um, I think uh, Mount Rushmore on your hand there.
1: Yeah, let's call it that. It's, it's a
0: huge rock. It a is crystal. my
1: coolest ring ever. Um, I should plug Adina Mills' design because she's kick-ass and her stuff's in like Anthropology now, and she's just an amazing woman. I used to give her pole dancing lessons in my living room for in exchange for jewelry, and I have the Now, now the conversation <laughs> just took a big
0: jump. Pole dancing lessons. Let's get right down to that. How long have you been doing the pole dance? We're going to get to travel oh. eventually, folks.
1: Um, Seven years.
0: Seven years. You, yeah. You're you an instructor.
1: Oh, I am not, but I could be if, oh, I, okay. if I felt like going through training. But my I don't need to be teaching. I just enjoy the, the movement for me. It's like um, super
0: hard to do, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's like gymnastics, basically.
1: It's intense. And I'm at a whole new level of growth. I'm conquering some of the tricks I, I never thought I could do. But you start off the first day, and you're like... I, I'm never going to be able to go upside down or climb. Now I see a fireman's pole and I'm like, oh, let's. Okay. I you just can't reason You just want to jump on that pole. Do you make it um, rain?
0: Do you make it rain in your apartment? I do. <laughs> the neighbors yeah. stop by.
1: Yeah, exactly. Making it
0: rain. Okay.
1: But um, today actually yesterday, this is the weekend of fun new workouts. I did um aerial yoga with, in the hammock. Um, it's like the silks. It's a little. Str- it's a little more intense in a different way than the pole, but have you ever seen anyone like Cirque du oh, Soleil? Oh, wait, Clinton yeah, Cirque du Soleil
0: stuff, yes, yes.
1: Um, but this is a connected hammock.
0: Okay, and it Pink, is, I think it's Pink did pink this in concert, Pink and Glitter right? in the Sky, yeah. yeah.
1: And I, it's funny, after taking the class yesterday, and just, she's amazing, and I love that song, I love that, that moment, I went and watched it on YouTube, and I was like, oh my God, piece of cake. I just need <laughs> to be dipped in the water, but... Um, and
0: have a hit single. Other right, than exactly. that, you're, you're almost there.
1: Almost there, but uh, <laughs> it was so fun. I mean, you're, you constantly. I feel like the, through my life, the older I've gotten, I, I amaze myself more with just no no rules or no restrictions in physicality and movement and anything really. It's like we could do anything we want. Really. Well,
0: well let's then, let's tie that into travel and places mm. you've been. So you started and you're from Philly. Uh, were there trips as a kid? Did your parents travel much as a kid? Did they take you out of the country or well, was mostly local stuff? Well, you know, we did. Stuff?
1: We did travel a lot. The problem was my dad was obsessed with Disneyland. World, sorry.
0: Oh, Florida. World, so yeah. So you got to which, know Orlando
1: very well. By the way, Mike, it's ten times the size of Disneyland. Oh, yeah, so. I know. Um, so we would go, like, all the freaking time. And he's a grown man, a grown man like, a little regressed in that. So it was fun. <laughs> Some of my best memories are at Disney World. And, um... And all the uh, peripheral fun stuff. But, yeah.
0: Was there a moment that you just kind of, like, you were over it? Like, you outgrew it or anything?
1: I think the time I met them in college, It was I was sneaking cigarettes. <laughs> I would find excuses to go, like, hide out somewhere. And by the way, if I got caught smoking, like, it would be the end of life. Mm-hmm. But that, which made me want to sneak out and find some more. Maybe I was smoking other things, too. But They were still bringing was, you there in college? Well, there was one last trip. Okay. And then the mouthwash incident of 2008 i met them as a grown-up of 2008 grown-up with um my sister and her her kids and her husband and it turned out a little disastrous staying in a hotel suite with your family Mm. but um it's been cleared up and yeah that was the last trip so that was even delayed like that was like the brady bunch reunion 20 years later you know um, but all those trips, I mean, I, I honestly, some of my best memories, I just all.
0: Wait, what was the mouthwash? What was the mouthwash? Oh, well, you that, said it was the mouthwash.
1: Ugh, I just, fresh breath as a priority. And I asked my sister for a little bit, and she hesitated to give me the last bit of mouthwash that she had, but she put it in a glass, and the glass disappeared, and the bellhop was coming, and there was a lot of anxiety because people that sometimes don't travel as much. Um, you know of the more the the further trips. I, if, well, forget it. They don't need an excuse for anxiety. There's anxiety <laughs> in my family. They're Jews. So
0: this was so, <laughs> so that little bit was enough to set off well, the whole. Someone
1: dumped it. You never all- liked
0: me as a kid. No, then, okay. no. I
1: just want answers. That's all I want. And like, no where one, did it go? no straight answer. No one could remember what had happened four minutes ago. And I think it was my dad that dumped it unwittingly, but um, un- whatever, unknowingly. It's just a matter <laughs> of um. I like a little truth, communication, clarity, and just owning your behavior.
0: So, just this missing glass of mouthwash started a whole family argument. Exactly,
1: that's it. Isolated, nothing to do with the other thirty something years of my life. Yeah, nothing,
0: no- <laughs> zero. <laughs> exactly. It
1: was like I was with a bunch of strangers. Someone sabotaged my fresh breath, and we just <laughs> that it just exploded. Was
0: that the last trip you took as a whole family, anywhere?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, am I? Yeah. My sister's extension with her husband and kids is that it's different. It's not like it's... But, yeah, it's still the last time I flew it, Actually, when I got there, I, fl- I, actually, I had to share a room with my parents the first night, and then we went to Orlando. So it was like, I think I flew on Halloween, and I was like, that's my favorite holiday. And I was like, I can't believe I'm missing up Halloween to get on a red eye, <laughs> but this will be worth it. It's a family trip. Sure. Disney World. Disastrous. Um, the first few days were fun. But yeah, so we went, we, we did travel a lot, but it always came back to Disney World trips. But we went to a lot of wonderful places.
0: So you, you traveled along the East Coast. Was this mostly driving or were you flyers? A or?
1: lot of driving trips. Yeah. Oh my God, Dad, are we almost there yet? Are we almost there yet? Are we mm-hmm. almost there yet? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I know you'd mentioned you had been to Israel. Mm-hmm. And you spent some time in Europe as well. I just
1: heard your accent. Um, Israel Israel Is so real. Israel is the realest it freaking gets. <laughs> yes, I went to Panama. What was the other question? Did,
0: you went to South America and Europe as yep. well.
1: Yep, and uh, I did. And
0: uh, how old were you at these trips? When was this college? What was?
1: This? I had you know I I had never done the college uh, after the post college trip to okay. Europe, and I really would have loved to, but I went straight into acting school. So after acting school. Um it was a three year intense program. I went to I planned a trip. I was an add on to two friends planning a, a Spain and um Paris trip. Oh, okay. And I s they their intention was to spend most of the time in Spain and it was a three week trip. So basically um knowing I'd have the two countries was was good for me for three weeks. But um, you know, you, clearly when you can have more time you could do a lot more. Right. So um it's kind of funny. Uh, it was an interesting vibe because I, at the last minute, my two girlfriends that I was, had become super close with invited me to something they'd already planned, which was this trip. And one of them got a boyfriend that turned into a husband that she, thank God, divorced. And the other one got jealous that she might be the third wheel. So she got a last minute boyfriend who was just a mess. Like,
0: so they got boyfriends in Europe.
1: No, beforehand. So they invited them to the trip. So Aww. then I was like, shit, You're the fifth wheel, I'm though. not going to grab some random guy. Just <laughs> I'm going to go and I'll do my own thing. And the boys were coming out later. So it was set up for me that I knew I'd have my time initially. And I wasn't like I love to travel alone, too. So I started off um, and I was very young, too. So it's like a different dynamic than it would be now. <laughs> but uh, I started off. I flew. I, I somehow, for some reason, I flew with Pakistani Air.
0: Sure. And Why f- wouldn't you? Go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, I guess it was cheaper. Let's bring ticket.
0: our S on the Palestinian airline, right? Was it Pakistani or Palestinian? It was Pakistani. Oh, I was going to say, Pal- yeah. yeah, boy. It's Bit, of a a, difference. A Bit of a difference. A
1: different p word, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but still Muslim. Exactly. And I remember cigarettes were like, no, you couldn't smoke on planes anymore then. But um, that was my Israel trip, amongst other things.
0: Wow. But you got to um. So when you was Israel your first trip out of the country? Other than um, little family trips to... Yeah,
1: if you, no, besides Canada and Mexico, really. Did you do that yeah.
0: birthright thing? Is that how you got I there? I wished
1: I had. I
0: didn't even know about it.
1: I was 15 when I went to Israel.
0: Okay. Yeah. But that wasn't the deal where somebody else would pay for it?
1: No, my parents paid, and I maybe babysat and gave them half the money or something.
0: Was this a, a whole big group, like a school group? Yeah,
1: or Israel was the am- best summer of my life, and I am not 15. How long were you there? I'm like two months.
0: So this was camp?
1: It was camp. Okay. In another country with no drinking age. No speed limits. Yes, and the thrill of making each other pass out at night.
0: And you met some boy named Avi. I'm sure or was Ari. Any Ari's? Uh, Tons maybe? of
1: Ari's. No, we we had enough of our own fun with our amongst our own group.
0: What was his like, name? Isaac.
1: Barry Band.
0: Barry. No sure. one knows
1: what happened to him. He was like <laughs> one of those guys. Was
0: he on the trip or was he a local Israeli? He was
1: on the trip. He was from Cherry Hill. Oh, sure. um, so he was new to our group. Our group, you know, um, of people. He was one of those kids, and maybe I was this in the girl version, but, like, who kind of looked so much older, because, like, tall and, like, hardy. Right. You're like, is that a 15-year-old, <laughs> too? Because um, you're, what,
0: you're what, what 5'11"? Or something? Yeah. Okay.
1: Ish. I'm 5'10 and three quarters. Okay. Um, Nobody's counting. It's not a race. <laughs> I go down if I need to. I go up <laughs> right. if someone likes it extra and wants to know the, the details. I'm just very precise. Um <laughs>
0: So you go the was did you sell this? to all your parents is like this is our we're finding our oh, heritage. Oh my god! This I didn't even be have to educational. sell. Educational. It.
1: it was anything Jewish was like my mom was so not really in tune with anything really being about Jewish, and she if she heard this she would oh. probably well she'd be mad I brought up the mouthwash incident. So she's but, super
0: like they're like they just reformed. know the, like, the, the not the, even the,
1: the bare minimum. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, I mean everyone had to email the prayer for my niece's bat mitzvah next week, and I'm like know it by heart, should, you know, like been in Hebrew school all those years. But um, so, 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 so it was easy. I remember coming home from school and three of us friends decided we wanted to go. And I just said, mom, I want to spend the summer in Israel. And I did hear of someone older that had just done the trip because there's different organizations and whatnot. My mom just said, well, okay, start saving some money and we'll pay for it. And you
0: where yeah. do they put you? Were you staying with host family? Well, or? we
1: had well with all with eight weeks, we pretty much had a wonderful um, design structure where we had a home base that was a, a um, Jerusalem. Yeah, no, it was a home base. Was our kibbutz? It oh, was, you did go to the kibbutz. Well, yeah, but we had. I don't even know if it's. We weren't really as roughing it the way kibbutzes are. Okay, we had a structure set up where we were supposed to be in class, but I did. I didn't go a lot. I was milking cows for that. <laughs> non city girl experience <laughs> right and uh, not a good idea because I ended up getting a bad grade which they give to your parents before you 're back home
0: but what is the uh, what is the uh, punishment of the... me you 're not getting well you 're not getting school credit well for this, right? I probably just...
1: got yelled and berated and thrown in my face when I got home, but I do remember the phone call four days before we were leaving, and not knowing and getting yelled at six thousand miles away oh. was not fun. But um, I was like, but I was milking cows. It was more life experience. <laughs> anyway, but I, I went, So it was a blast. We Nahalal was our base, and then we just went traveled throughout the whole country. And it's you know it's the t- time is it's always great to have time. But I think we got to see most most of it because of eight weeks.
0: As a fifteen-year-old, and if that's like a big deal. You know, I never it's left huge. the country till I was twenty-one. But um, what were your first impressions of this other? land and how is it different than what you expected it to be
1: different because i did not know it, something could be that magical my it, what is
0: magical about to you because i like the, I, i'm in history so yeah but i'm not religious so i mean i, I found it is real interesting on a historical yeah level which is incredible but you know i was never that you know people ask if i was moved when i went to the Wailing Wall wall. or something? No, I guess no. I
1: don't think I was either. I expected something magical to happen. I I get more confused, like because there's such a, and I felt it there a little bit. Of course, everyone assumes you're Jewish there unless you look like you're possibly Muslim. Right. But if, uh, like, if a black friends of mine have gone and um, they're treated the way that sometimes hardcore Jews are treating other people here when they're not sure they're Jewish. So there's a little bit of element of, of, um, I think taking it too far. I mean, going to the emphatic way with which people were bowing to the wall on a random Tuesday, it just, it, that I, I don't wrap my mind around, but it, I did think that there was so much beauty there and the history I'm into as well. Right. So as a kid, I just, I do remember as a kid, knowing I would regret sleeping on the bus during Dome of the Rock because I was hungover. And I just knew... Now you're 15
0: at this, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why was I hungover? Mm-hmm. Is... There's no
1: drinking age.
0: Oh, this is why I can't have daughters. Ugh. Oh. 15. Hungover, back of a bus.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you go it's to bars? Like I was alone on you the bus. You just walk into bars and stuff? Well, we promised we wouldn't, but the well, thing is... Well, you probably is,
0: looked older, too, because you're tall there's and There's no
1: drinking else. age. They don't card you.
0: Well they're not a it's not a big drinking society either. No, it's but like, in
1: Jerusalem, yeah.
0: Well Tel Aviv's a party town. Tel Aviv is like crazy party there's, town.
1: There's a crazy bar night. It's called the Underground. The bar we went to. In
0: Jerusalem. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. So um there was one particular moment that will always be in my brain from the underground. But um What, what would that be? Oh, you can clean it
0: up. You can semi my clean it up. Or you or not.
1: Oh it's not it's not um, so
0: you go into the underground. It was, You're 15.
1: Yeah. The was, hits of
0: the day are playing in there.
1: The hits of the day are playing. <laughs> all these Israeli kids want to be American when it comes to music. Well, a lot of um, them have come
0: here to study or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they all pretty it's, familiar with. Well, it. Well,
1: that's one thing. Honestly, I was so blown away at how much, um, how how much of American culture was there instantly. Yeah. I mean, it's in other countries as well. Everywhere. When they don't even like in Paris as well, the music was everywhere you went. But yet I got ignored and scammed immediately for not speaking a lick of French. <laughs> and, um, and but, it, you know, in Israel, I found that, again, everything just seemed Americanized, except what I was saying about the magical element was that the nature part of it, like there, everything is like a natural phenomenon. And it's just so indescribable and beautiful. So um, which
0: parts do you stand out?
1: Well, I remember we would hike everywhere. The hiking we did, like, hours per day. And I'm like, I don't remember complaining when I was 15. I was like, amazing. (laughs) But you're, like, walking through these, in between these mountains, and there's just, like, the mountain, it looks like glass. And it's like, all of a sudden, there's one mountain is purple, and then the next is blue. And then, by the way, in the desert, there's a whole sand structure that they're all rainbow colors. And one of the epitomized things that the American kids do is they get a glass... Coke bottle and go fill it up with sand and finally throw it out when your parents move to an over 55 community. But, right. Um,
0: <laughs> this is, we're not taking this to Florida, <laughs> you and your sand. Did, um, but, uh, so, okay, we're in the underground. I want to know what happens. Oh, we're back to the old. underground.
1: I did try you to You can't sway. avoid this. You try to get um, away from this
0: with your rainbow sand.
1: So, there was a certain tall guy from Cherry Hill that, yeah. Um, uh, very band? This very band. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is that a...
0: We can bleep his name out if you want.
1: Bond? No, it's banned. Um Barry Bond is someone else, right? He's a Barry Bonds was he's a, a sports guy. Was a, was a, yeah, home okay. run hitter. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, there was a, a certain. What if
0: it was Barry Bonds? That'd be kind of wild, huh?
1: I think he's twice my age. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: You'd remember him. He okay. would have stood out. He would have stood out. But go on.
1: Well, uh, there is a certain way with which m- girls and boys don't really admit their crushes when they're kids. Right. But a couple screwdrivers will help. <laughs> so um, I think we were kind of interested in other people, but um, it was obvious. Everybody knew, like, these two have to uh, get together. Um, so basically the bar had the hugest coffee table I ever saw, and all my friends were sitting around there, and everybody had someone they were drawn to or maybe a local. And um, <laughs> and uh, at one point – oh. Yeah, we had a couple drinks, a little dancing, and there was like a 100 beer bottles, all literally Budweiser in Hebrew. Everything was so cute in Hebrew, by the way. We had to save everything. I think I saved a beer bottle. There um, was like a 100 of them on this coffee table. And out of left field, this guy, Barry, he took his arm. He just used his arm and he swished all the bottles on the ground and threw me down there and just got on top of me and we started making out.
0: And you're 15. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, and there's boy, broken oh, glass boy. all over the. I was like concerned that someone's going to step on the glass, but I was like, that's
0: a pretty ballsy move. I know. This 15 year old.
1: I know. That's and tall girls, you know, don't always.
0: Intimidating. You know, if you're. What when are you, you when tall girls? What? I'll let you finish.
1: <laughs> you know, it's nice when a guy's strong and could pick you up. And ah. Oh, he picked
0: you up even. Well, I,
1: I, thought you up. I thought he just shoved you down. I
0: thought he just shoved you down on the. <laughs>
1: It wasn't really that aggressive to the point where I might have been like, ow, my neck. But I was also 15. It was hot. That's like out of a movie. Done.
0: That's like a movie type type move. It
1: was. You know? Like yeah. Patrick
0: Swayze would do something like that in a movie.
1: You're right.
0: <laughs> I want to get back to the, uh, you and the three young ladies in uh, Europe. Oh, sure. Who brought their boyfriends uh-huh. and you ditched them. Did you go off on your own?
1: Well, the boyfriends hadn't arrived yet, but what I did was I flew in separately. They got there a couple days prior and when I because I came on later. I bought a ticket later. Um, and I flew in to Paris and immediately got scammed getting off the plane. In what way? Are we only telling good stories or no. do you want to hear this? I like okay, the bad stories tend to be more fun. I met an awesome Frenchman last week who oh. like took credit for um, – he took, he took responsibility for this story and apologized on behalf of... Of his country? Well, right. So oh, that, okay. that made it better tw- 10 years later. <laughs> um, I almost said 20. I don't want to do the math. That's okay. <laughs> um, but what happened was um, I was the most blatant American there was. Right five ten and three quarters big ass sneakers on and a Calvin Klein t-shirt in gray red and orange
0: okay did you have some like big Philly hair or anything that was think, this going on no was my hair like... was very calm then okay years
1: later but but you should see high school pictures oh I bet oh I bet yeah um <laughs> I got like five some of that Jersey inches. Shore
0: hair that'd be nice
1: <laughs> oh I had it we're gonna have to Google we're gonna Google is.
0: folks Brayden's not the real name so that's a, <laughs> it'll make your job a little tougher ugh so when um, you get there, you're off the plane, you probably and, got like uh, American well, luggage and clothes and stuff. Yeah, no, you can I usually pick out one, Americans Right. easy. Yeah.
1: Well, the backpack deal, I didn't know you weren't supposed to shove it, like everything in there. So my backpack literally weighed 76 pounds. <laughs> I don't know if it was some tribute to Philadelphia with the 76. Uh-huh. But seven. I brought eight pairs of shoes for three. Ridiculous. I learned. Yes. But... It, rookie mistake. We can once that it's go. on you, it's not as heavy, you know? Yeah. But it's strapped in it, all that stuff. Well, I was told there's a universal law that when you're traveling and you had uh, just get off the plane, that you are allowed to have one free trip to get out of the airport to a common area. I don't know if that's true. But I nonetheless, I came I've with never money. never heard of that. No? Okay. I was told that a bunch of times after the scam happened. But... Uh, either way, I was prepared. I had my money. I had French money. And I bought – I got – from the airport, I asked, you know, how do I get to central part of the city because I was only going to be spending one night in Paris and then going to Spain and then having more Paris later. Weird. I don't know. So what happened was I um, – So
0: basically what you wanted to do was get a place kind of by the train. – you're taking the train to I just Spain? had a
1: couple of hours to kill. Yeah, exactly. Until okay, I yeah. look for the – to the train. Look for it. So um, someone guided me to the subway. I bought a ticket. I put it in. I'm a New Yorker. Right. I'm giving little clues here. You can figure here. out the metro. Yeah. But the clues are, what do we do in New York? We drop a token in. This was before the swiping days. Yeah. So you drop. I dropped my token in here, and I went about my way. I got on the subway. I got off where I was going, and I go to leave. And I do see people re- raising their arm, like holding something. I'm like, oh, I don't even think twice about it. I'm looking around, and there's five guardmen might I add half my size that are like, um, near the exit. And they're asking people to show the stub and I'm, I don't know what it it is. So I try to walk by and one of them physically touches me, but tries to act like he's not. And like says, where are you going? Where's your thing in French? And I'm like, I don't speak French. And he goes, where's your ticket? And it goes on and on for five minutes. I go, what ticket? I just got off the subway. I just landed. And I'm still being nice and trying to figure out, Oh, I don't speak English. I mean, I only speak Mm -hmm. English. And, and, um, there's one in particular that's just an asshole and he's in my face and aggressive and and um, I'm still not understanding. And finally I get that I was supposed to save some ticket, apparently, and he walks me to the turnstile to show me how it jumps out. And I said, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I just came right off of this one. And he goes, give me $50 if you oh. want to leave. And I said, uh, and I started to almost cry because I, he acted like, regardless of the money that he was taking me into the police station. And, um, I was so confused and I, I said, I'm not even sure where I'm going, but I need to get a train to Spain. And, and this old man stops to help me. And he was so sweet. And he goes, this is injustice. We have a bad reputation because this is what they do. They're not real cops. They're like train cops. Apparently that yeah. this is what you do. And, and it gives people a bad rap for French people. And, and they, they take him in citizens arrest. And he's screaming to me, I have a sister in San Francisco. Call her. And I'm like, shit.
0: Oh, no. I
1: know. I'm like, what do I do? Did you pay the 50? I just gave him 50 bucks. He grabs me by the hand and he pulls me over to the... The, I go, but I don't know how to get back here. I'm really nervous because he goes, Oh, this is what he said. The condition was, give me fifty dollars and I'll let you out for one hour, but you must report back to me. And I'm still thinking he's gonna bring me to the police station. So he pulls me over to the the map on the wall to say, "We are here. You know, you can you get out here. You must come back here in one hour." And his other guys, they, they, I could feel something was off because the other guys were watching him mess mm-hmm. with me, and they, you know, they just weren't interested in getting involved. But y- you could tell that they just. We're turning their...
0: You didn't come back you know. in an hour, did you?
1: Well, I started... I was still upset. I left there, and I go outside, and I hear people speaking English. And, of course, I'm assuming they're American, although I got in trouble by Canadians for doing that oh, later yeah. on.
0: You don't want to... That pisses them off.
1: Yeah, they have a big flag on their bag. Yeah. like They want that distinction. So I, said, I saw a couple, and I'm like, Oh, my God, are you American? I just got scammed, blah, 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 blah. They're like, Well, wait, calm down. Did you give them your name? I'm like, No. They're like... You're free, you're yeah. fine. I'm like, oh my God, I was like blonde <laughs> moment. I was just so worked up, but, um, I went around, you know, I got out. some kids tried to mess with me, like or just be friendly. I think automatically there's like you don't know it's hard to gauge and obviously what's a good or bad neighborhood. you can't gauge it just by the buildings, and yeah, I played around and walked around the city and had some fun and and then um when when i I had the craziest night of my life was in Paris it was like 75 different adventures and you know you're out of the country I don't know if you have this but it's like there's this part of your brain that will do like forget about common sense you do shit like hitchhike like things you'd never think of yeah. doing
0: well I mean it's also safer in, in other countries like I hitchhiked in um, England when I first went there I would never think of doing that here when nobody would ever do Get it but in not a stranger as, yeah, yeah it's not that big of a deal there it might be now but I don't I mean this was Twenty years ago, but I mean, um, other countries, it's it's very acceptable.
1: Yeah, I guess, but you know, it's like the same. I, I'm here. I am thinking, get in the car with a stranger, but we We're do also, that. We don't do that if, Here all the time. I like,
0: don't know if it's. Uh,
1: if you think about it, a couple of drinks what, later. Taxis? <laughs> no, getting in a car with a stranger. Really? <laughs> I I I can I say know. you're a stranger.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's no, no. Well, I mean, no, you couldn't. I mean, you could track me down pretty easily. I mean, it's not like. You no, know, I was being
1: specific, but no, only because <laughs> no, I'm saying like we we had we had met before, right. but I'm just saying, um, it's like people so do that all the time. What was your
0: what was your biggest lack of uh, common sense moment? Uh, would you say
1: maybe maybe uh, questioning the guy, the heroin addict that was disguised in nice clothes, um, about his different tattoos too much. Um, cause I had just gotten one. I was like showing off my first t- my second tattoo. Um, it's
0: like, I love that one on your arm shaped like track marks. Well, <laughs> was, <laughs> who did that?
1: Well, all of a sudden it's like he snapped. Like I, I was with this friend I had who was part of the adventure. She was a Canadian and, um, we just thought we were meeting two new guys in this like section of a shady alley. And, um, and then before you knew it, I'm, I'm telling it out of order. That's okay. Um, he, uh, he, they decided they wanted to try to mug us. And so, like, they wanted, like, it went from, uh, we thought we were making new friends and I like your tattoos to he got suddenly annoyed. Like, I asked him about one of them and he go like, like, almost like I was an amateur asking the expert of tattoos questions and it bothered him. Right. But it was, probably time for another fix. And I'm clueless mm-hmm. on those signs sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, it, this is all it, in Paris. It, it, yes. It turned okay. into a, chasing us down the alley. And thank God our legs were much longer and in better <laughs> shape. Cause, uh, he just, I don't know what would happen, but, um, it's
0: too bad. He didn't pole dance. Then he just like find the nearest pole and just whew, right are up. Are
1: there random poles outside in <laughs> alleys? Mike yeah, flagpole. I don't know, <laughs> but a for a, for, um, call back there. um, <laughs> We can talk more about the poll if you want. There was an interesting <laughs> moment of... of Not part. without
0: photos. The, um...
1: Well, it's a good thing I have No, I don't. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, so, after that, so you, you hung out with these girls. Did you go... You went to Spain. I what went pra- to Spain. What part of Spain? Madrid? Ba- Barcelona. or Barcelona.
1: Barcelona. I love Very that nice. they honor him with the lift. Mm-hmm. That's the nicest thing ever. It's almost annoying, though. I mean, <laughs> clearly I'm being sarcastic, but I prefer Mexican-Spanish. Um... It was great. Barcelona was great. I did I got a tattoo by a Canadian guy. Um, he helped me with some key phrases about telling men they can't just come up and grow us because that happened all the time.
0: Oh um, really. Like in the on buses and like on oh, the street.
1: Well, or more more just going out or stuff. Bars like and stuff? that's how they get your attention. They literally come up and just start grabbing you. Like, not always in the most inappropriate places, but yeah. but even like grabbing your hand and pulling you like stuff that's just um. There's a different level of respect for in in certain ways. A different, you know. Did you make um, like a generalization? But
0: did you ever have to haul off and like smack some guy?
1: Well, two two guys tried to fight us because fight we, you. Yes, literally, they were ready to fight us because one of my friends spoke Spanish pretty well, and I was just very bare minimum. So. I think calling him Gordo constantly when he was trying to provoke my friend after it was clear we needed to run. I ran a lot in Europe away from men. What the fuck, <laughs> um, that did not help. It literally turned into they wanted this. These two guys were touching us and grabbing, and we were you're nice at first, like no, 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 metokas, you know, you know, just trying to just be respectful back to some degree, and um, you know drinking being out of the country and then they, they're they they're used to that they're used to girls responding so these two guys did try to fight us and my friend just i don't know we ended up running again to a cab literally they like wow <laughs> crazy but lots of fun nights i mean so um, your favorite
0: favorite country in europe that you went to if you had to pick one
1: um god i mean i i don't know i mean i loved Barcelona, but mm-hmm. um it was so beautiful. I love Spain. Um,
0: How about South America? Where did you go there? Panama. Okay. I was just there in yeah. uh, December.
1: It was amazing, what was, right? you, what was your favorite
0: part about Panama that you thought? Oh,
1: my God. It was so beautiful. Well, I was there over New Year's Eve, and we were stuck in... Um, I say stuck only because things got postponed with our... Um, uh, where we, Just our, our itinerary. Okay. So we weren't supposed to be in Panama City... On New Year's Eve, and it ended up just being a blast. In some small part, apparently, it was like uh, I don't even know, like not the best neighborhood, but you don't know. Like again, you don't know. Yeah. So we just—it was about the company and were you in a group, just, um, like
0: a big group? No, or?
1: I was just with one other friend, but we made friends right away. And then Boca del Toro—I think were you and yeah, 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 yeah we I was mentioned there. That. Um, that was the second part of the trip, and that was one of my first getaway trips where. Um, It was really just about relaxing and no schedule. And I'm like a fine mix when I travel. I'm like a fine mix between do a lot, see a lot, be active, get exercise, and chill out. Like I like it. I like to do both. Mm-hmm. So this was, um, and it kind of was. It kind of was, uh, you know, a little bit of all that. But there was no, it was nothing pressing. I didn't need to look at a clock ever. And I, we, we basically got bumped from the really trendy section of um, Bocas del Toro to where all the partying was, and in the
0: town, in the town, yeah,
1: to a small twenty-minute off, like oh, you boat like a ride. resort, like at yeah. a different island. And I wouldn't even call it a resort. It was like, it was like a structure. Along oh, yeah? the beach, near the locals, with like five rooms. And it was so freaking cool because, I mean...
0: Which place was this?
1: I forgot what it was called.
0: Oh, I want to know the name of this. Now. I
1: know. And I would probably remember it if I saw... Um, Do you remember the mean? name of the
0: beach? Was it Red Frog Beach? Or Red? Well, not Star Beach either. Australia Beach?
1: I think it was Australia.
0: With the starfish? With the starfish everywhere?
1: Oh, I guess I'd remember that. Yeah, you
0: would remember that. So no. probably not that one.
1: Uh-uh. Hmm. I don't remember Um, That's really weird
0: So when you say You like to do activities Like what's your thing You do uh, Are you like a scuba person Do you snorkel Do you water ski what I wish your I thing? could be a scuba person That's you... my thing
1: I know I've always wanted to scuba dive I just my. I'm, that's a good place I to do always... it down there I I can't get trained I was a lifeguard And I have a weird ear thing That okay This oh, is a little Oh pressure or something You know when babies cry on airplanes
0: That's you it's really you?
1: It's really me. Do I tell you a very high pitched? Do I tell you this? <laughs> no. Okay. It's a high pitched guy? It's the same thing. You can't you can't regulate. I've actually found out medically what happens and ninety percent of people have like a tube that when they're around five or six, it, it um it's it goes horizontal and it's it's usually um tilted. So when babies cry, they're usually under five or six. But some adults it never it never it never evens out.
0: Just like in your inner ear. So
1: the pressure, yes, the pressure is torturous. Oh. And um, I learned that from lifeguarding because uh even though I passed the basic stuff, um, diving into like a 50-foot pool to grab something heavy, it wasn't oh, about the heavy. It. <laughs> it was about yeah. – <laughs> So right now, even on flight sometimes, I, I turn into that kid and I'm just like – I have oh. all these tri- – I know. I always wanted to scuba dive, but I just wouldn't – I wouldn't even think about it.
0: I had a um, incident a couple times on a plane. I had to figure it out that, uh, and I had a diving as well. You would just get this like piercing pain. It's sinus. It's it's sinus pain
1: in your third eye, and
0: it's something about yeah. But um, like the night before, I can't. uh, uh, If you're going diving the next day, I'm not supposed to like sleep on air conditioning because something about the way it affects your sinuses, and you can't. It'll affect you the next day at, at depth. It's all these weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's no joke. You don't want to bust your. uh,
0: No. Your. your It was like pain that I'd never. It was like someone was driving a nail, like, between my eyes.
1: Yeah. It's a very distinct pain. It's, it's odd, but I don't really get that as much, luckily.
0: So when you're in Panama, what do you do? I mean, do you. Oh, well, I
1: I went and acquainted (laughs) myself with the locals. So, um,. Well, we took you know we just little canoe rides. Okay. Um, Did you go to the dolphin
0: the place the Dolphin Bay where they jump out?
1: No, I would have loved that. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. I drank coconut water. Oh, I swam. Good for you. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Just you know the fresh fish every night. It was just amazing. Now we did make it into the town the last night. Actually, we met some cool Israelis. it's a lot of you know surfers yeah. a lot of surfers are on their way to costa rica after um but it was it was so beautiful just the water there and uh, uh you know i just remembered it was this fluke moment I guess it was 2004. It was this, not moment, it was a fluke time in L.A. when they had three weeks straight of pouring torrential rain that destroyed a lot of L.A. Do you remember that? Yeah, when... when, That's when I was there. What year was this? 2004-ish, I think, in January, yeah.
0: Over Christmas.
1: Over Christmas, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, I do kind of remember that.
1: Yeah, so that's when we were there. So it was kind of really nice to just be in the sun. And uh, there wasn't too much... There wasn't tons of, like, exploration. It was, like I was saying, it was more the relaxing part. But it was cool to meet the locals. I think we volunteered. We did. We did some volunteer work with them at, um, you know, they're living. It's just amazing to see that these people are living in between trees and water. And then, like, their house, like, their whole entire structure of everything they own is right there, potentially, like, on a piece of land that could, I don't know, it just... (laughs) <laughs> it's so temperamental, but it's so freeing to think that there's that little attachment. No cars; like they just do everything by canoe. The bananas are growing right there. It's fun. I felt like a I felt like a, <laughs> a, like a lost city girl, but I was like, oh my god!
0: Um, for people who don't know, you're an actress. Oh, I'm sorry, an actor. Mm-hmm. Ever shoot anything in a different country?
1: Yes, in Mexico, I shot a campaign that was really funny. I got stopped for that a lot. There was – there's a beer owned by Corona called Victoria and they brought it here recently. But their whole campaign for over a decade was about silly gringos trying to smuggle it here and just everything (laughs) went wrong every time they tried. So when they got – Bored with five years of the two gringos, the tall and skinny one and the short and fat one, they gave them girlfriends. Guess which ah, one I was.
0: You were the tall, so, skinny girlfriend.
1: Yeah. And they almost mixed it with the short, fat, and they almost did a little swap, but no, not at the last minute. But I had a blast. That was uh, shooting that. Um, in Mexico City? In Mexico City. Well, See, I've never been there. Acapulco.
0: Oh, okay. I've never I just, been there either.
1: Yeah. And uh, Oaxaca. And we went all around. Um, I love Mexico. I love a lot of it. Um at least I've been to about seven different cities there. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, so that was really a blast, except I ruined every pair of nice shoes I had because they could not find size 10, which is, oh, and Mexico, by the way, very yeah. common here, even for shorter girls. <laughs> but, um, but you're the
0: tallest woman in Mexico when you're there. Probably. Yeah.
1: And I had a blast. I had a lot of magical moments, which, by the way, I've been wanting to be fluent for years. I've been saying that since I moved so here. I, so So Let's take a freaking class together. We've got to
0: split the Rosetta Stone thing. Want to want to go yeah, have yeah that's self
1: discipline. It? It's better to go to a teacher because then there's no you know somebody.
0: Out. I will do it because okay a, we'll find one. That's a mission of mine. I, uh, that was like a resolution this year. I really wanted to get because I can get by, but yeah. I, I really want to be conversational. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. And when I was there, I had a blast. But what I was saying, I mean, like, and I practiced my Spanish, and it was like supported by other Mexicans. Yeah, but um, I was with like Corona is the number one beer and biggest budgeted advertising company and all these people. So we were treated like rock stars and everybody there was, was at the top of their game in the business. So, um, they, it was, it was just a wonderful experience with that. But as far as practicing the language, um, oh my God, I forgot my point completely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're on the commercial.
1: Oh, and they're going around. Yeah. I had magical moments where I would understand five minutes of someone speaking to someone else. And I, it's this weird little. And that's only
0: by being surrounded by it for but, a week. Or but something.
1: it's it's a supernatural thing. It's not just she's getting better at the language. I had this happen once where I worked in a commercial in Spanish, and this was before I had that campaign. And uh, I wasn't speaking in the spot, but someone, the director, spent a few minutes talking to the lead guy, and I and and he and I'm like standing there listening. It was like this weird, crazy. Twilight Zone moment because I understood everything he said and then I answered him in Spanish and he and 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 he didn't I didn't think he heard me because he wasn't even talking to me but he mentioned something (laughs) about what I'd be doing to the guy so then he looks over at me this director and goes you understood every word I just said I go I know I did this is weird he's like you don't speak Spanish I go not really but that happened to me when I was there and it's just this weird magical thing I I met somebody else who told me that happened to them when they were in um, Greece that all of a sudden they had a whole conversation with their friend in, in Greek and neither of them speak it. And they just like... It was a crazy twilight. Wow. So I did have that. And I, I would love to have it again in another language. But I think
0: I got to live there. Greece. That's w- my
1: another place I want to go. I haven't but, been.
0: Um, I want to go this summer. Really? I'm going to Croatia in, uh, in August. Okay. And I've been there once before, but I mean, it's kind of like a couple countries over. And if I can swing it while I'm there, I'm gonna, I really want to go to Greece.
1: Do you know... You should. Croatia... I have to. I had a lot of Croatia conversations last week for some reason. Have you been? I have
0: not. See, you'd fit in there. They're very tall people. Really? Yes. Are you tall? Everybody, no, I'm um, like six feet, but there I was like surprised. I'd walk up to. I mean, people were always like a couple inches taller than I think they would be. I mean, said so The women were tall, the men were tall. Everybody really? was tall, yeah. I like that. They're tall people.
1: Tall people are good. Tall people sometimes get paychecks for no being reason. tall. Yeah, <laughs> like some of the basketball players I went to school with. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Them and the Dutch, in Holland. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're, I they're, met a Dutch lot of tall, tall Dutchmen. Yeah, they're big, big yeah. people.
1: Holland, have you been? I have. You've gone everywhere almost.
0: Almost. I'm working on everywhere.
1: Did you have a crazy time in Amsterdam?
0: Yeah, but I was like 21, and yeah, it was yeah, silly. I so. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Silly. it's hard silly. not to. Yeah. How do you promote travel to other people when, you know, say people don't get around much? you say, you tell them how to, you really got to get out there and see the world. And how has it changed you as a person? Oh,
1: well, that's the thing. I mean, every experience in life, if if you go in with that intention to learn something um, or just be open on a daily basis, we can. But for the thing about traveling is somebody who would just even yawn at the statement that I just made would have no opportunity to do so when you're traveling because you are put in a situation outside of your comfort zone. And you're forced to. You're forced for your mind to expand. And and I think when people don't allow themselves travel is when they get caught in stress and, and the monotony of life and the dissatisfaction. So I think for me it's not like it's not just like a massage people think is just like some luxury. It's not. I think travel is just so necessary to to open your mind. And to just expand your your um your own experiences and there's nothing like feeling i love the feeling of being a stranger in some land to me that that can never get old ever i mean sometimes in the car like on long trips in a car as a kid i would just look at other i would just look by like houses and be like oh my god i wonder what someone's doing in that room like what would it be like to like live there it's just
0: well i used to do the same thing because we used to drive to, from Chicago to Florida all yeah. the time. I see, was two that's... days in the car.
1: Oh, my God. And now,
0: uh, you know, I see... I'll, I'll take a trip with my nephew, who's like 12. He's going to be 12 this year. You'll take
1: a trip just the two of you?
0: No, no, no. Like, in oh. the family. Let's say we're all in the car. Oh, okay. And I look back at them, and it's like an hour-long trip, and they're all on their, you know, an iPad or something like that. And just like, you know, I worry about things like imagination. Yeah. When there's so much distraction... um. Yeah. And as an artist, as a performer, you need. There's nothing more important than your imagination, right. and and so I worry about in the future of like they have so much spelled out for them and so much noise going on. You got to right. think.
1: You're so <laughs> you know? right, and also becoming resourceful and independent. I mean, think about traveling. Like when I was in Paris and Spain, there weren't cell phones then, or maybe they started coming out. But and I had a. I remember I made a three hundred dollar phone call that was forty five seconds because I bounced it to New York from Paris calling spain i, I didn't even realize that that wasn 't <laughs> smart um, rather than just have a calling card, but you had to figure out a plan or you had to you just had to use your mind more and be creative and trust and you're right there's just that 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 worries me too a little bit, or just like having nothing electronic in your hand forces you to look out the window and be a part of what 's going on in the moment but i just i just think um what i love also about travel is that i love to live as much as i can in the in the the perspective of the local and to observe them because it's so fascinating to appreciate you know what you have more by seeing what other people have or even appreciate for them like the simple life sometimes looks amazing don't you think oh
0: yeah absolutely i
1: mean there's some african tribes that they have no clue what it what it really would feel like to be discontent, except for maybe more than a, a second if they miss their um, their prey for dinner. But um, there's some tribes that are like, I was reading about one tribe where if someone has a bad day. They the rest of the tribesmen and like women come together all day long, and they 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 support this person. They all do a healing on them. They all sing a song for them. They do a dance. Like it's like the basics they don't even they don't even i don't know that would be nice but just to see <laughs> that perspective as close as you can i think is amazing
0: how do you think it's changed you as an actress like seeing other places and
1: i think i think the more memories you create by your actions in life by things you choose to do and experiences you have stretches that muscle also for your own imagination Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So when I... There's more to draw from. There's There's more more to to pull from. Right. But it's also that muscle gives you a place for newness, too, to create a whole new story on your own that is not real and be, you know, and quickly.
0: Well, having curiosity and having, I think it was Meryl Streep who once said that, like, the most important trait an actor can have is empathy. Yeah. Which is like you you have to, if you're going to play something, you may not believe whatever that character believes or would behave in that way. But there's got to be something in there that you can latch onto and understand, and go, oh, you know, it's just different. It's not, yeah. You can't judge it, right? You know, and you, you have to embody what they would feel. Be, some,
1: exactly. I love that because. But you also
0: have to be curious. You have to be you curious. Know, curiosity fuels probably most most travel, I would think.
1: For sure, and the thing about empathy is so good, is so accurate that you're saying. <laughs> I agree because um, that is how we can understand a different person. And wait, I lost my thought. Sorry.
0: But as we're traveling, we see how, oh, this person lives there. It, it's oh. not, it's not like a foreign concept to it's you. Not. you. It's not, you can.
1: Well, here's what I was going to say. It came right back. Um, that we're not, we're all still the same at the end of the day. I mean, different continent, different, different culture. Some people living, you know, without, with the bare minimum, but just being happy because that's, there's no reason not to be. I mean, and then our overexposed like elements of our, our our world. Um, I think what it comes down to is there are the same basic few emotions. And that's what supports empathy and that's what helps us just get back to the humanity, but just with a different perspective of of that individual scenario. And the thing is too, you're never gonna you're never gonna be like if someone quizzed you like with that crazy, amazing, unbelievable Mary Lou Henner thing where she has like one, she's like the one of two people in our oh, country. She can that remember
0: had, actual like dates. Yeah. and
1: and I've met her a pinpoint. couple times, and I didn't That's before I knew she had that. In the couple times I've met her and conversations we've had, once she supported that, and I re- remember thinking, oh, she because ha-, I have a good memory, I have a really good detailed memory. Like, but I mean, we're talking, we could, we could say to her, like, what did you do on November 3rd, 1982? And she could tell you exactly, Exactly. she could tell
0: you the day of the week it was, Yeah. Yeah. I've seen her crazy. It's it's crazy. But the
1: thing that I was going to say is uh, for the average person that is not gifted that way, if you ask them, what do you think you were doing in this week of this year? People don't know, but you'll always remember everything about your trips and your, you know, these other places you were and I think we're just, we're just forced to grow when you're traveling. You're forced to be a higher version of yourself unless you choose to party the whole time. But that's what <laughs> you'll remember. That you party the whole time. Well, that was a good way to
0: end. So people will look at you will look for you in the Reliant commercial. If they live in
1: Texas, if otherwise in Texas, I have a Pennzoil one here. I'll say around. And a And you have a, a website, your one. personal website? Yep, it's so iris fir- com. irisbrayden.com
0: irisbrayden.com B-R-A-Y D-O-N D-O-N
1: And I just did a couple films that are not out yet, so we'll we'll save that for later.
0: Well, great. Well, thank yeah. you for coming here.
1: Yeah.
0: Iris Braiden everybody.